Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Say La Me. This is an exciting episode because it is August 3rd as I'm recording this, which means it is my birthday. Yeah, I just turned 22, which is crazy. So I'm super excited. It's really cool that I'm podcasting on my birthday. So yay. Uh, yeah, very excited. So I'm going to do a little bit of a recap of what I've been doing throughout the day. And that actually starts yesterday night, last night whatever. Uh, I made my cake uh, around midnight, so that was really, really fun. I'm having this white cake. It's by Baker by Nature, which is one of my favorite uh, baking blogs ever because she makes amazing recipes. I think her real name's Ashley, but uh, her blog is Baker by Nature, so I'm making her white cake recipe, and I'm not sure if I got the buttercream from her sites. I'm kind of thinking not, but I'm making it with the strawberry buttercream, so I'm really excited. I might do a blog recap uh, of birthday or my cake but yeah that was super fun making cake at midnight super super fun to start off your birthday early and then I woke up this morning around 8 30 which I do not wake up that late I am a morning person I definitely don't wake up that late on normal days but I was really really excited to wake up a little bit later because it just made the day really nice and of course I've been listening to 22 by Taylor Swift throughout the day it's been super fun and what we have been doing today is my sisters and I decided and my brother's decided to go and look for freebies. It was really fun because uh, I haven't done that on my actual birthday yet and I wanted to do it and so did all my siblings. So we did that. We got kind of a lot of free things. Like, I don't know, it was really nice because I was scared I was going to feel like overloaded with free stuff or like just kind of like, ugh, like this is just, this feels wrong to me. (laughs) And it didn't. It was super nice. I went by Ulta and got some like uh, free Tula skincare, which was really fun, and then we went by and got free pretzel, we got a free bunt cake, um, free coffee from Cinnabon, which is, it was just super, super nice, and luckily in my area, all those shops are around each other, so that was really nice, and basically my plans for the rest of the day are I have to ice my cake, which would be really fun, decorate it, and then for dinner, we're having calzones, which we have not had in forever, and so I'm very, very excited. They're homemade, really nice and then we'll have cake and open presents so yeah it has been an amazing amazing day so I know when you're listening to this it will be August 4th my birthday will have passed (laughs) but if you want to be kind and leave me a review for my birthday and you haven't left a review for the podcast yet go do that. Also, my gift back to you, kind of, <laughs> is a merch sale. It is August 4th through 8th. It is 35% off all Say La Me merch. All of that is linked down below in my description of this episode, so go buy yourself some Say La Me merch. Okay, so originally I was going to do a 22 things I've learned in 22 years, but I felt like that was limiting because some stuff I want to say weren't necessarily lessons, and I felt like, I don't know, none of y'all are probably going to be that mean to be like, hey, you didn't learn that. That's not a lesson, you know, whatever. But I'm just calling it 22 things for 22 years. So let's get started. Number one, it is okay to take a day off. So yeah, we're starting out with relaxing. This can really apply to so many things like work and diet and school, being productive, whatever. I always tell myself that I'm scared to take a day off of whatever because I don't want the day to turn into a week, a month, etc. But I know that I'm not a slacker. I have a natural work epic, which has served me well, and it's been a really great blessing, but also the downside of that is that I'm hesitant to take 
to take days off. I am just scared. And so I will not go overboard if I have a meal that's off my diet. I have to tell myself this just so I want to let myself enjoy these things. I have to tell myself, you're not going to go overboard. You're not built that way. Like it's fine. Yes, you can definitely form habits and habits can last for a long time, aka quarantine. But in normal circumstances, you're not going to just blow your whole diet, your whole school. You're not just going to slack off and like fail. It's going to be okay. So I feel like my work ethic should be used and not exploited. So I just want to have a nice day off. So I had to keep reminding myself, it's okay. It's okay to have a day off. There are plenty of other days to get things done. Number two, spontaneity is fun. I am a person, along with my work ethic, that I really love structure, I love schedule, but I learned that some days all you really need is just to do what you feel like doing and see where that takes you, and there's beauty in that. You know, there's beauty in being able to be scheduled and operate on a schedule. I think it's a really good skill, but I also feel like there's beauty of being able to go off the schedule without being like, oh my gosh, like this wasn't planned, I don't know, huh? You know, because I used to be like that. I used to be like, oh my gosh, this is not on my schedule, I don't know, um, so I just need to remind myself I don't need to schedule anything I don't need to obsessively research every opportunity I don't need to know what's coming next I just need to say yes and I need to try things out and a lot of times those unscheduled moments are the moments where you have the most fun number three having a bad moment does not mean I haven't grown so explanation behind this sometimes I will be feeling really happy about having overcome this or that immaturity or bad habit or something that I used to struggle with and then something will happen that makes me feel like I've regressed and like I made up my growth like I didn't actually achieve that growth it was just all in my head and that's really not true it's not a straight shot to changing things about yourself that you don't like it'll ebb it'll flow it's completely fine. So just having a mess up every once in a while, it just means you're human. It doesn't mean that you haven't grown. It doesn't mean that you, it just, it, mean, it means you had a bad day. So it's okay. Number four, a sense of humor comes in handy. It makes the bad things better, the funny things funnier, and it takes rude people off. So it is totally the best. Number five, balance should be my approach to finances. Okay. I'm currently trying to save money for a car and I'm doing really well. I'm so excited about my growth, my progress, whatever. I feel like I've stuck to my goal and it's been amazing. But sometimes I'm not willing to spend any money and I kind of feel trapped by it. So it's really a balancing game, learning finances, learning to have a little bit of balance when it comes to my finances. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hit my goal. I think I am, but I might not be able to. And I just need to be able to live in spite of my goals. You know, I want to live with those in mind, but I also don't want them to let, to like, waste my time in college, you know, if I want to go buy, like, a coffee, or I want to, like, do something spontaneous, you know, that costs money, I don't want to make my finances feel like a, it's not like I can't afford it, it's just like, oh, if I spend five dollars here, that's five dollars less that I'll be, like, going towards my car, my goal of whatever, and I feel like I just need to be more balanced with my finances, so that is something that I've learned and been trying to put into practice, and I've been doing pretty well at. Number six, just because I love someone does not mean they're good for me. I've had some relationships that started out really good and that I have really treasured come to a point where I realized that they weren't really very good for me anymore. And it's it's a really, really hard thing. It's a really hard thing to accept in relationships where you love the other person and you're good for them. That's really hard when you're good for them. Um, but they are actually not that good for you or they're actually harming you in one way or another. So that is something that I've learned. Unfortunately, it's been a little bit hard, but it is something that I've learned that, hey, just because someone 
likes you and someone and you like that person and you're good for them it doesn't mean they're good for you and that can be really hard to accept but it's true and it's much better to step away from those than to just keep heading on number seven sticking to my morals is worth it so i am catholic it affects everything i do it affects my worldview i'm very traditional catholic and a lot of times it's kind of cultural even though I do live in the South, so it's the Bible Belt, there are certain things that people just think all college students do, and it's really funny when I actually haven't done a lot of that stuff. You know, I don't really see myself as a buttoned-up person. Used to be. I don't really feel that anymore. I love to have a good time, but there is a certain line, and I really don't cross it. You know, when it comes to morality, some choices I don't feel are moral choices, but some choices are, and there are just some things I'm not comfortable with so sometimes it really creates like awkward situations and yeah sometimes it does go beyond awkward and I feel looked down upon for like not having had certain experiences and people are like oh you haven't done that or you haven't blah 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 and it's kind of like hurtful because they just kind of like rule you out as like not being like a serious person but at the end of the day it's totally worth it I never leave situations wondering if I went too far or feeling uncomfortable for choices I've made and I'm really grateful for that so if you feel like sometimes you don't fit in or you feel like you're struggling with making choices that you know are right but it's maybe not the most popular thing to be doing just know that it is 100% worth it so that's your little bit of encouragement embedded into this episode Number eight, I am not a bold person and that is totally okay. So I used to feel like in order to make an impact, I have to be powerful and bold, like the typical quote, strong woman that we see today. And I love that. I look up to people who are the typical strong woman, you know? Some women are just very bold and outspoken that I feel are very powerful and are making a huge difference. But the truth is I'm not. And I think that's okay. I like living my life and I lead by example. I'm more of an empathetic, feelings-oriented person. And sometimes that's been like kind of blacklisted as being like, oh, you can't make a difference doing that. Well, I'm sorry, you can. And I naturally go towards those kind of things. And yeah, there's a limit to that. I'm not like super touchy-feely. Sometimes I feel like people just need to like grow up and get a grip. Um, So I am rooted in reality, but sometimes feelings do matter, you know? But I'm also not a forceful woman. I'm not someone who just, you know, marches into a room very confident and very, you know, righteous in that. Um, I don't do that. I just am kind of more chill. I'm not as strong in that way. And I feel like there's a different kind of good in what I am. And it's the way I naturally am. So I'm not going to try and make myself be different. I used to try and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stand up. and I'm going to like, no, that's just not me. And so I've learned I can be myself and still make an impact, which is the best feeling in the world. Because some of the worst feelings in the world is feeling like, I can't be myself and make an impact. You know, I have to be like somebody else. I can't just be my natural self. I can't use my natural abilities. I have to like cultivate something that's not in me, you know, when that is not true. Number nine, the occasional stupid decision is good for the soul. (laughs) Okay, it's a very young person thing to say, but it's okay if I stay up late watching YouTube or I eat too much ice cream one night or I buy something I don't really need on a whim. So doing things that aren't the most logical but also are not going to cause too much harm in the long run, it really does keep life interesting. I used to be like, I need to go to sleep by this time. I need to like when I share a room with my sister. So it's like whenever my sisters are asleep, I need to be asleep like, ugh. Sometimes, like recently, I've been getting my phone and going under the covers and watching YouTube so that I'm not like disturbing anyone, you know, with headphones. And if that's something I want to do and I want to make that decision for myself and I'm not keeping anyone else up or I'm not like running someone else's plans, it's fine. You know, I'm, I very much love to 
stick to a sleep schedule, but sometimes I just feel like I want to just watch YouTube, you know, it's part of being young, and I'm learning to take advantage of it and really enjoy it, you know, I know I'm not going to make a dumb decision that will have any extreme consequences, so I really should allow myself those little indulgences. 10. When a situation is bad, you'll know it. It is okay to leave. So I actually wrote this one down because I remember that it has been about a year since I quit a job for the first time, which was a whole experience that was just like very, like it just came up totally unexpectedly. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to quit, you know? Uh, so that was interesting. In that job, I was being like bullied a lot and I was being kind of disrespected and it got to a point where I just knew it wasn't going to get better so I quit basically with no prior warning that's not really the way I would prefer to quit I would like to do a whole like meeting and sending up a two weeks notice you know just like being really courteous and I do not make a habit of just quitting jobs you know um and I just felt really weird about it because I had never quit a job before and I was raised to do the whole like everything like accomplish everything you're supposed to do and stick out to the end but in situations like those where it's not going to get better and it's just it's not serving you and you've tried everything you know how to do to make it better and it's just not better it's good to quit you know I'm not a quitter it's very rare for me just to stop doing something right in the middle of seeing it through but in those very toxic situations having an analysis of the situation is totally worth it because sometimes you'll realize, okay, you know what? It's not that bad. Sometimes though, you do an analysis and you're like, it's really bad. I don't know what to do. You just quit. 11. Keeping a diary is the best thing. Okay, guys, I've kept a diary since I was eight years old. I recently decided to read through my re most recent diary. Like, I keep diaries, and I took the book that was the most recent that I just finished. Um, well, I didn't just finish it, but that I finished um, I guess it's the most recent. I can't think of another word, whatever. Um, so I kept that and I've been reading it and I'm so, so glad that I kept all my memories of my first day of college, starting my podcast, making friends, losing friends, having crushes and thinking how stupid my crushes turned out to be and other pivotal moments in my life. So if you have not started a diary yet where you just keep track of the stuff that you've done throughout your life, do it. It's, it's really good. I mean, not everyone is meant to keep a diary. Some people I know have tried it and hate it. I love it. I love going back and reading that stuff, and I love writing it down when it happens, so it's amazing. 12. Life is not a test. So, I say this in the way of maybe a less deep thing than you're thinking. What I say is you are who you are. Don't rationalize parts of your life you don't like by saying, well, when I get to X place, I'll look I'll look like, I'll act like, I'll be like, why? You know, you're you right now. And so sometimes I have taken to looking myself in the mirror or just thinking about my life and kind of like backing up and being like, you know what? I look how I look. People don't know what image I have of my of me in my head. So you're you right now. Change your bad attitude. Start that new habit. Dress like a million bucks because this is not a test. This is where you are right now. And it's not going to count even more when you're at a certain point how you dress in college is how you dress in college, how you act in college, or how you do in college, like, this is real life, this is not just a waiting period, so I've just been getting that kind of urgency recently, so I thought I'd share. 13. Appreciate where you came from. 
Now, I am not located in the biggest city known to man or some like really romanticized state. I'm in Alabama, which it catches a lot of flack in pop culture for this or that, and it's really annoying because I love Alabama. I used to think I was definitely going to move to a big city like New York or Nashville or Atlanta or somewhere, uh, especially in freshman year of college. I was like, huh, I'm going to like do this. I'm going to like move to this big city. And I still might do that. And I'm, I get like really excited when I hear podcasts, especially of girls my age, um, who are moving to big cities and it's been their dream and they're getting it. And it's just amazing. Uh, I still might probably doubt it. Actually, I really like where I live right now. I'm super happy with where I am. And I'm really proud of Alabama and my particular city, which I don't say in this podcast, but it is super, super nice. And it's a great place to be. And I think that sometimes I take it for granted. So if I could tell you something that you could do like immediately, just appreciate where you came from, explore your city and get to know what your city has to offer. And it's just been amazing to kind of grow in my love for my hometown and in my family and just being proud of where I came from. 14. It's okay if your life doesn't happen like everybody else's. I thought when I got to college that I would have a ton of friends and a boyfriend by senior year. That has not happened. I have friends. I don't have like a whole group, like a lot of friends, like 20 people I can invite to a birthday party, but I have some good friends and I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> In fact, I really have not dated throughout the college. Um, I've had, you know, a couple of like crush guys, but like nothing serious. Um, I'm also a commuter student, so the whole dorm life thing wasn't a thing. And I think sometimes we think of these stereotypical experiences that you're supposed to have. And when you're not having those, it's like, oh, my life stinks. Like, it's horrible. No, it's not. You know, I'm totally okay with where I am and I actually prefer it this way. You know, we're not all going to have the same experience. So that's why there shouldn't be a stereotypical college experience type of thing, because it just kind of like maybe unintentionally ostracizes the people who don't have that experience. That's not a gripe of mine. It's just something that I noticed. Um, I just love the way things are for me right now. So I really wouldn't change it for anything. So you can apply this way outside of college. If you're outside of college, you know, if you're a mom, if you're dating someone, if you're married, I don't know. I'm hitting my mic, but you can totally apply this to your life. Your life does not have to look like everyone else's, especially if you're happy with it. You know, that's the thing. It's like, sometimes I'll be like so happy with my life. And then I'll just kind of get that thought in my head of like, but it doesn't really look like everyone else's, or it doesn't look like what I thought it would. Well, if you're happy, who cares? You know, 15, a well-stocked purse makes you feel super confident. I always have a test spray of some kind of perfume. I have powder, hand sanitizer, a protection little alarm because I'm a woman, uh, hand lotion, lipstick, trial size deodorant, and a couple of other things in my purse at all times. When you have all that stuff, which travel sizes are lifesavers, you feel so much more confident knowing that you have what you need, that you're good, you know, if you need to reapply lipstick or touch up your perfume, whatever, you know you have it, you know you're good, so you really just do feel more confident. Sometimes if I don't have that stuff, like one time I didn't have perfume, I was kind of like, it kind of irritated me throughout the whole day, like I wasn't mad about it, but it did kind of make me feel like, I don't have my perfume, I feel weird, you know, if I need a perfume, I don't have it, so I'm out of luck, you know, so just feeling prepared makes you feel so much better. 16. Do not feel pressured to meet your goals now. You still have time. 
I sometimes feel like I have to do everything I want to do right now, otherwise I will not be able to do it. That's not true. There will be time for everything, even if you're just feeling like, oh, the doors are closing, like everything is just closing in. You know, I have one more year left of undergrad, which I'm pretty sure everybody's sick of hearing because I just keep talking about how I'm going to graduate. Anyway, I'm super excited, but I'm like, oh my gosh, the doors are closing. If I want to travel, better do it now. If I want to do this, better do it now because I'm going to get a job and then my life is going to be tied to my job and blah. I need to calm down. Everything is going to be okay. Your life is not going to go away without you. Do not feel pressure to meet your goals at 22. 17. Always schedule in about three extra days into your time frame for getting things done. This is very practical, but it has served me well. I am a pretty go, go, go type of person. I always want to get things done as quickly as possible. However, there's only so much time you can do. There's only so much time in a day. And sometimes communication takes a little while and that is a personal gripe of mine. I would love for it to be instant, but it's just not. So to avoid frustration, always schedule in extra time for tasks or whatever you're planning on doing. I think about three days is pretty good, but you will have it be shorter or longer depending on the task, but it's a really good rule of thumb to keep in mind. Um, Always, you know, if you need something, ask for it three days ahead of time just so you know it's going to happen. So 18. Maturity is being able to be the bigger person. There have been some people that I've had weird history with, and I think everyone has had, you know, weird experiences with people, um, and then I will meet these people, like, a few months or years later, and it's really awesome to be able to talk civilly and not hold a grudge and just, like, communicate, like, you know, sometimes it can be painful if you used to be really close and you're just communicating like strangers, but sometimes it's really gratifying when you, didn't know that person very well but you did have some weird experiences and then you're just able to talk nicely to that person you know it's not that that person is your best friend but y'all really can communicate well and just be nice to each other I've noticed that mindset with me coming more naturally I haven't really forgotten the weirdness and that's not why I like don't act on it but it just doesn't really affect me the way I approach that person I've let it go and I've moved on so sometimes it's so funny people you had weird experiences with will act really weird around you later on and it doesn't really mean that I have to though you know um I feel like it's a mark of maturity and that you've moved on and sometimes yeah there are situations where you met a person maybe you haven't quite moved on from what happened but just being able to be the bigger person and letting go of drama is so freeing and it makes you feel like you really can get through anything it's like wow I used to feel really awkward around this person and now I'm just kind of like hey somebody you know it's not a bad feeling 19. Promoting yourself in the right situations is not prideful. I am not that great of promoting myself. I even get nervous telling y'all to sign up about merch sales and signing up for the newsletter and stuff like that. And when I'm talking about the podcast or whatever to people, they can tell I love it, but I don't tend to amp it up as much as I could. I don't think I've ever mentioned to anyone in person that my podcast has charted on multiple charts. It's charted in like 12 countries. I don't talk about that very often. You know, I'd say it on the podcast because I'm so grateful for you listening, but I don't tend to tell that people, that to people. And it's just sometimes can get really hard when I want to say stuff, but I feel like I'm going to be prideful. I actually just updated my website bio to include that in the bio of the podcast because I'm like, that's something that people should know. That's something that I'm proud of. And in job interview situations, kind of same thing. I don't want to come across like I'm a super huge self-promoter, but in those situations, it is totally fine to say what I've accomplished. And as much as it's still a little bit awkward, I think that I've kind of tried to put that as a 
big thing on my list to become better at really just being like, yeah, I did this and I'm proud of it. So I'm going to tell people I'm not going to be that person who's just always self-promoting themselves, (laughs) but I am not going to hide my accomplishments because I worked hard to be here and I'm really proud that I'm here. 20. Living an unhealthy life is not cool. I think I've always known this, but especially coming into college, um, I've seen a lot of students take pride in how little sleep they get and the junk food that they eat and how they don't exercise or whatever. And not only is that not cool, it's unattractive. Uh, It's not to say if I see someone drinking a soda that I'll be like repelled, you know, I've actually, okay, I've been really tempted to get a Diet Coke recently and I know it's not good for you. I just know it's not good for you, but then I really, I don't know, I kind of want one. But anyway, but... I don't know. It's it's the people who take pride in living an unhealthy life that I find to be confused, and I think it's really sad, and it's not really a mark of pride, you know? It's a good thing to take care of yourself, especially when you're young and hopefully don't have too many issues. Some days, being unhealthy and doing things that aren't the best for you is okay, like I was saying about, you know, it being okay some of the time and just being spontaneous and just being like, yeah, like a little bit of bad decisions is good for the soul. It's okay. But... If it's in moderation, it's fine, but making habits out of it is not good. 21. Discipline is worth cultivating. So I know everyone talks about motivation, and I love a good day. I love a good day when I'm motivated, and everything feels like a breeze, and I'm just like, yeah, check, 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 getting everything done. But I've learned that discipline is way more stable. It's a way more stable option. Sometimes I'm not motivated, not at all. I'm actually demotivated, like I just do not want to do it. And that's when I need discipline to just come in and be like, you know what? Do it. It will serve you way better to do it. And this definitely will serve you in every area of your life, school, work, home life, relationships, etc. I feel like I've consciously put more effort into being disciplined recently, which is really working out well for me. You know, I know that some of the news recently has just been like so demotivating. It's just like this world stinks. You know, sometimes you're just like, the heck, what are we doing? I don't know. It just, it's just, ugh. you know, I've been finding myself doing that a lot and just looking around and just being like, oh my gosh, what the heck, you know? but that's when I just need to be like, you know what? This is my life. I need to be disciplined. I need to do stuff. I don't need to just wallow in like feeling like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Um, what the heck is this world? I just need to be disciplined and do what I'm supposed to do and just keep living life because that is really all I can do. And the last one, 22, you only know what you know. This is something that I always have to tell myself if I'm looking at a decision that I made in the past and like regretting it. I tell myself that I did the best with the knowledge that I had at the time. My mom also tells me this when I have regrets and I'm like, oh, why didn't I do this? She's like, you didn't know, you know? I would say the decisions I make at the time are the best ones that I know that I can make in the moment. Sometimes you look at a situation later on and you think, oh, if I knew this, I could have done that. Well, yeah, but the fact is that you didn't know this, so how could you have known to do that, you know? It's a really, really good way to bring some perspective into a situation. Okay, y'all, that is it. That is my first episode of 22. I am so happy. If you love this, definitely leave me a review. Happy birthday present for me. Anyway, also merch sale reminder, August 4th through 8th, 35% off of everything. So I hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.